0: Hello, welcome to Beyond the Recipe, a blue cheese podcast hosted on Aquari Day Radio. This is our very first podcast. We're very excited. Um, This is a podcast that draws parallels between food and, for lack of a better word, a general topic. So we pick a food topic and we pair it with a general topic and make comparisons and relations so everybody can understand better. We are hoping that with this podcast we can help everybody see food from a different perspective and embrace food in a different way we are two hosts on the show myself hi i'm salma i am the administrative lead of blue cheese for lack of a better word for lack of a better word sorry i do all the annoying people work and all of that and we have my co-hosts introduce yourself
1: hi everybody this is kiko or chef kicks I am the operational head of Blue Cheese. That is, I do all the fun stuff.
0: So you're the chef.
1: Yeah, I get to cook. I get to design stuff. I get to design menus and all the other fun things we do at Blue Cheese.
0: Yeah, so for our first episode, we are going to be talking about salads in comparison or in relation to music. So yeah, we'll get right to it. What is a salad?
1: So a salad is a combination of um, ingredients, should I say, which have been cut in bite-sized pieces and put together to form one homogeneous dish. It doesn't necessarily mean the flavors become homogeneous. It just means when you put them together, they are are seen as a single dish. And the constituents can either be cooked or raw. Mm -hmm. The general description someone else would give would be, combination of leafy vegetables and other things but because of stuff like potato salad I personally do not like to describe a salad as something or pasta which is,
0: salad exactly it salad doesn't bread. give
1: me the right definition to put necessarily leafy vegetables leafy vegetables can be part of the constituents of a salad though
0: so a salad can be made up of anything
1: yeah proteins I mean different kinds of proteins animal protein plant protein leaves um. Cucumbers, carrots, berries, fruits, anything, anything you can make something with, which is either possible to eat raw, or with a mixture, or with a certain amount of cooking, is potentially available to be made into a salad. There's also one part I missed out. There's usually a dressing. Okay. But that is also debunked because there are salads which have no dressing. Dressing,
0: yes, there are. So.
1: You can't necessarily. I feel like when you are giving a general description, you shouldn't typeset the salad into that kind of corner.
0: Okay, so a salad can be made up of anything. So yes, let's say in relation to music, it's basically a salad is basically the ingredients or the group of words you'd put together to create the song. A song can be anything. It could be trap. It could be R and B. Could be soul. Could be blues. Oh, shut up! It could be blues. It could be. Anything, depending on the words, you, the words and the melody and everything that you put together to form it. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, do you like salads? I personally am not a fan.
1: You like will you eat salads now.
0: I, okay, I am very picky about the salads I eat. If I taste it and all I'm tasting in my mouth is raw vegetables, I'm not going to eat it again. It's just, it's, it's if gone. I'm
1: giving you raw vegetable salads...
0: Because, but you did something to the vegetables did you not
1: okay so I like salads I am a <laughs> I am a salad enthusiast Ew. I do not eat as many salads Yeah. but <laughs> I am a salad enthusiast I throughout this podcast and the subsequent uh, the the pre- episodes that will come after you will realize that I am an insane person when it comes to texture texture is what makes food worth eating for me and Salads display that textural phenomenon that I like the most in the sense that in one bite, I can have an experience with three or more textures as I am chewing. And because of that, I really like salads. I like to plan salads. I like to design salads. I like to eat salads when I'm in the mood to eat salads. But for me, making salads is probably top five favorite things for me to do.
0: What's your favourite salad?
1: Bacon, lettuce and tomato salad. It's a... It's... I know it's simple. It's literally three things. It's
0: literally, BL, it's literally a BLT, but, not, but without the bread.
1: Yeah. It's a... It's... But it's simple. Yet, it has a very long range in the sense that... Take, for example, you can... I mean, I mean, you can't really do much to lettuce. So exactly. Lettuce is always going to be raw. But you can roast your tomatoes. You can use sun-dried tomatoes. You can poach your tomatoes. You can fry them. You can cube them. You can julienne them. In terms of how you treat your tomato for your BLT, yeah. it can change every time you do it. And the and bacon? There's bacon? you can You can do it. You can put chocolate on bacon if you want. As long as really? you know what you are doing, bacon, can, bacon is a base for a lot of things there's maple bacon there's smoked bacon there's regular bacon there's bacon which is seasoned with different kinds of salt. Not there's the not <laughs> whiskey bacon so because of the versatility of bacon there's turkey bacon there's beef bacon which is in my opinion the best bacon in the world
0: this isn't a bacon episode okay but
1: yeah blt i just like it because as simple as it is it has the chance of being a lot of things as one salad. I mean, every salad has the chance to be something else, depending on what you add. But for me, three combi- three things I can put together to make something that different every single time is always something I enjoy doing. And I just simply dress my BLT with lime juice, salt, and olive oil. That's when I make my vinegar. It's not anything to supposed like increase the moisty layer of it, but nothing not necessarily to change the text the flavor. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Okay. I don't have a favourite salad. I don't... I've had salads that I thought were amazing even when I didn't like salads all that like compared to now but I don't have... So
1: you like salads?
0: (sighs) Fine, if you want to put it that way I like salads. (laughs) Yeah, I (laughs) Um, (laughs) do How many... Because you can put so many things together to make a salad how many kinds of salads are there? Or is it Um,
1: like infinite? I I don't know. In my mind they are not really fixed types i can say there'll be let's say a vegetarian salad a vegan salad a carnivore salad a salad which will be made in such a way that the person eating they can enjoy okay. that's the only kind of differentiation i can put it in the salad okay. but outside of that maybe fruit salad but i also feel like fruits okay traditional fruits let's say mangoes and other oh, things yeah. because a tomato is a fruit but <laughs> i believe that fruits also have places in salad. So like a regular garden salad can do well with certain fruits in there like Mm -hmm. grapes or mango or apple or something. something. Fruits can add to a regular salad. So I don't think it is necessary to force salads into a types, but rather to force to make them based on who is eating them.
0: Okay. Yeah. There's an off brand question a little, but it's, it's a, can the salsa be classified as technically a salad technically I've seen you eat salsas like a whole bowl of salsa roll so I mean,
1: <laughs> yeah, te- technically a, a salsa is a salad I mean it's called a salsa which translates to sauce so it's actually a sauce it's just a chunky sauce but then you can t- well when you say salsa you're talking about all Of them, which means a little
0: okay, bit okay. okay. Okay, I'm talking about specifically pico, yes, yeah, so
1: it's pico, pico it's
0: pico, a salad. Sorry, you
1: can call it a salad,
0: okay?
1: You can, yeah,
0: by the strictest definition of the yes, word. of
1: it. It's a salad. It will, if you put it in a competition to take one out, it won't be the one that will be the old one out, it will be part of the ones which are part of the salads. Mm-hmm. It's actually a salad, yeah. Oh,
0: okay. oh. I've always thought of it more as a salad. Because when you say salsa means sauce, in my mind it's the sauces, you know. Yeah. But when you call Pico a salsa, it gets a little It is. Oh ah, well. Okay. It is, so. Um <laughs> yeah. let's talk about your favourite salad of all, the Ghanaian salad.
1: Uh, don't, don't please let's <laughs> let's, let's, let's. Let's not do this please. I beg you I beg I <laughs> beg.
0: No, we have to. There it's it's I
1: don't I don't a know. huge
0: staple in Ghana for some reason. It's no. called it's when you go to shop, it's called classic salad. Mm-hmm. Some people like specifically advertise that we make Ghanaian salad. I personally don't like it because I feel like it's a mess and when I taste it, all I taste in my mouth is mayonnaise and like hints of big bees for some reason. And yeah, but it's it's a huge staple in Ghana. People love it. <laughs> why don't you
1: (laughs) textually it's a it's a lot of things going on at the same time i feel that i can split maybe first and foremost I, i don't know why it's called a ghana salad i don't know if it's technically a ghana salad or it's a pop culture thing where everybody calls it a ghana salad because a lot of people make it in ghana i do not want to necessarily Attach that to my Ghanaian heritage and it's call it. It's Ghana. It's
0: just the way so, eggs are attached to your heritage. Oh so it's the Ghana salad. So
1: the Ghana salad. So textually, I feel like if you put the regular Ghana salad in two pieces of bread. In two pieces of bread, it would be a good sandwich. Because <laughs> as a sandwich, there are a lot of a lot of things are allowed to go on like that and don't get me wrong i'm not saying there are certain ghana salads I've eating that i enjoyed my problem with it is that the textures are usually not complementary of each other there are too many the stereotypical one first and foremost the way people cut the ingredients just stresses me out the lettuce is way too big and then there are rings of cucumber and then you don't know whether they are rings of tomatoes or they are julian tomatoes and then there's raw onion and then there's baked beans and then there's sardine and then there's corned beef and the textures and then there's to the egg. And then there's the mayo.
0: And then there's the mayo, which is usually a lot.
1: So for so me so if, the, the so if
0: we were to compare it to a kind of music, a genre of music, what would Ghana salad be for you?
1: Hmm. Ghana salad would be like Let's say rock music.
0: All <laughs> the no rock music fans.
1: <laughs> I, I am not a rock fan. I do not understand rock music. Okay, let's say heavy metal. I do not listen to heavy metal. I do not understand anything that goes on in heavy metal. But when I hear it, the first time it sounds like noise. No, the first few times usually a nice melody, and then you're like, okay, and then all of a sudden. <sighs> Like someone shouting and then the piano coming and (laughs) then the guitar will come from nowhere. It's a little jarring for me. Uh I can't figure out what is going on. That's how you're going to serve this to me. So like say you take your first bite, you are getting cucumber and tomato and mayo. Then in another chew, that is entirely replaced by baked beans and Egg. egg. And then in another chew, it is entirely replaced by some raw onion and some sardine. It's too many things
0: going which one can
1: be on their own going on at the same time. Lots anyway, of strong
0: flavors that are not balancing each other exactly. out. Exactly.
1: So I feel like you can break one Ghanaian salad into three salads. The same Fair. constituents, you can break them into three simpler salads which will allow you to enjoy the... Because everything inside is delicious. It's yes, just,
0: everything inside is perfectly fine.
1: But it is... The way it is interpreted that stresses me out. So I feel like one the way the vegetables are cut is a problem so for me when i'm making salads how the vegetables are cut is important to me because it allows you to know the different kinds of textures and mouth experiences the person is going to get mm-hmm. so like let's say if i want to relate um a simple salad let's say even a de guy okay so it's made of onions tomatoes green peppers uh, lime juice, salt. That's basically pico. When I make it, I add cucumbers because I like cucumbers and then maybe a fruit. So let's say apple or mango. If I was making pico for a taco, I would just cut into little cubes. But if I was making it into a salad. I would cube my mango. I would julienne my onions. I would cut my tomatoes into fours. Or probably even use cherry tomatoes and you cut them into halves. And then um, my cucumber would be julienned or cut into not semicircles but quadrants just so that as i'm eating i get different textures but the textures don't overwhelm my mouth because you need to realize that your mouth is only as big and only a certain number of textures can That's be experienced without it being a hindrance to you enjoying the food so the way the vegetables are cut in the ghana salad becomes some way if i was to relate the things to music i'd say maybe um, a hip-hop song where you can have okay. some bass, you can have some. It's
0: a, it's, you can have.
1: You can have different things which then. are strategically placed so that it will they create certain effects other. as you are listening to the song. That is how I think a should be. It should be a melody. It should be so many things. I which, think
0: it's unfair that you use hip hop for the perfect description. That's all I use. I, pe- I think personally. That's I'm, all I um,
1: listen to. I
0: am pe- as an R and B listener. I am personally offended why
1: are you offended <laughs> i listen to hip-hop a lot all kinds of hip-hop so that is what i would consider perfect music but you listen to r&b so okay R&B.
0: <laughs> but let, i understand what you're saying there should be a certain amount of balance and the typical Ghanaian salad doesn't necessarily have that
1: it, it strays from It's it's delicious but the balance and like i said do not get me wrong there are times when I have a craving for Ghana salad. <laughs> but I know that...
0: I wish that people could see the air quotes you did.
1: <laughs> I just know that, okay, so I'm probably going to be upset half of the time I'm eating the salad.
0: So why and are you eating it because then? Because it's delicious. Oh my God. Then like put it in bread or something.
1: I don't always want to eat bread. Oh. You know I'm picky about bread. Okay, so fine.
0: We should do an episode on bread to be very honest.
1: We, ha- we need to have church on that episode. <laughs> She says it's a bread say, That's what he said.
0: Okay, that's fine. (laughs) I didn't say that. He said it. That's perfectly fine. (laughs) Perfectly fine. Okay. Uh, Let's talk about salads as meals. Because a lot of people do that. I personally don't. Because as my mother would say, God didn't bring me here to eat grass. So No,
1: no. But like, wow.
0: But like salad as a meal.
1: Like I said, a salad doesn't necessarily have to have your, what your mother calls grass, grass. <laughs> it doesn't have to have that so a potato salad should be able to be a meal because it has potatoes which are dense and heavy and will fill you as you are eating it mm-hmm. it has boiled eggs it has other vegetables it has mayonnaise it has apple cider vinegar. it has a lot of things it's a heavy salad okay. so a potato salad even though you can treat it as a side should be able to be a full meal a regular garden salad should be a full meal it's just quantity.
0: So, it's sort of just the way... There's some songs you can listen to while doing work, and there's some songs you just have to pay attention to no matter what you're doing. How so? When I listen to me, I can listen to songs as... while I'm working, right? And it's on the side, it works. Then maybe it's on shuffle and a song comes on, and I really have to stop the work I'm doing to pay attention because it's a really, really good song. It, I wouldn't say it's heavy, as you say for a meal, but it's a song you need to pay attention to consume. You can't have it on the side. You can't listen to it and sort of pass by. To I be sure, that. that's every song that helps. So that's you. how but you yes. say
1: you treat a salad as a main meal because you're not necessarily, I see what you mean by pay attention to it, but more like, okay, so for me, if I was relating it to music, I'd say you can have a salad as a track, right? So that's a side. Mm-hmm. Right? And you can have a salad as an album. Okay. So it's a bunch of tracks. So if you're making a salad for a meal, uh-huh, Unless you are eating small portions for like weight control and other things. Mm-hmm. If you want to eat a salad as, as a meal, it would have to have things which would, at least for me, keep you eating the salad. Because as much as I may like lettuce, I don't know how much lettuce I can eat. Right? So if I want to make a salad which is going to make me eat a lot, I personally would add, maybe i make a cucumber salad which has lettuce in it. Right, or I'd make a potato salad because I like potatoes. Mm -hmm. But then, if I'm making potato salad for you, I know you like boiled potatoes, so I'd make it with boiled potatoes and then accentuate other places like the dressing and the vegetables and stuff. But I like potatoes that are grilled Mm -hmm. or roasted because I don't want to lose the taste of the roasted potatoes in the salad. I will tone down on those other elements okay. so that I can taste my roasted potatoes as I'm eating my salad. It's all about how you design your salad to be a main meal. Okay. So it's in the design that you decide that, okay, this is a main meal salad or this is a side. You can use a main meal salad as a side. But why would you do that?
0: It sounds to me sort of like how people put together albums. So yeah, I like the album analogy. It It really, really works.
1: Yeah. So, see, I beat you as music. What? <laughs>
0: yeah. No, nobody beats anybody at anything.
1: Yeah, but like, with, I personally feel like salads are also put in a box. How in so? Here. So, I always like to put the strangest things in a salad. Okay, strangest according to Ghanaian standards. <laughs> yeah.
0: According to Ghanaian standards, a lot of things are strange. That's true. <laughs>
1: but, I like putting raisins in salads. I like putting cranberries in salads. I like putting tortilla chips in salads. I like putting croutons in salads. I like things which I put in the salad which will allow it to have a crunch. People, I, I ate a crouton salad somewhere. Raisin salad has a weird kind of crunch. Not necessarily. So the raisin in there is not for crunch. It's
0: for, it's is it for the, is it it for the, uh, for the sweet. sharp sweetness? Yes,
1: but it's for, when you chew a raisin, it doesn't, crunch it's
0: Yeah, it doesn't crunch it, it's does, chewy. But it does it's
1: like it smudges between your teeth yeah for me once that happens as i open my mouth to chew something else whatever goes in there has it's
0: coated with a raisin exactly
1: so in every single bite there's always a flavor bomb i don't know when it's coming
0: oh okay
1: so you get your raisin you enjoy it and then you get something else which tastes like raisin so you have to use things which are complementary so you don't use vegetables which have a strong flavor so you use your lettuce your blanched onions your tomatoes your cucumbers keep it simple you use i like to put proteins in almost every salad so use a protein which would absorb that flavor so a boiled egg or some chicken breast or fish fillets or shrimp or things which are not necessarily loud if you put pork and raisins together they won't work yeah. It will work. It will be delicious, but the balance will be off. Pork works better with stuff like mango, which is actually sweet, which will increase the potency of the pork flavor. Or apples. I mean, apples and pork, I feel like when God did apple, then he did pork. Because I have never met two things which work that well together.
0: Is that why it's an obsession with putting up an apple in the grilled pork's I think so. mouth?
1: I don't know that for a fact, but I think so. You think so? I think I, so. I
0: think you might have to do research and come back.
1: Yeah, because I have never seen... I've eaten a lot of food and f- um, meat and fruits, and I do a lot of combinations when it comes to meat and fruits. My favorite combination is pork and apple. Hands down,
0: yeah um, I think you might have to explain balance a little to our audience so that when they when you talk about the balance being off, they understand what you're saying
1: okay. so let's take an orchestra, okay, right or a choir okay i i know for a fact that in a choir there are four main parts right
0: nowadays it's more like three okay but yes so traditionally it's four
1: four main parts all the four parts there are times when they would all sing the same way mm-hmm. and there are times when you sing it into parts into different parts and then you hear and they have to harmonize parts. exactly
0: so you hear the individual but you hear them together as well
1: balance is like harmony in a choir or in an orchestra okay once it's not balanced Nobody tells it. you it's not balanced, Bro. especially if you have an ear for music. They Nobody tells you, hearts. "Hey, what are these? What these this choir? What didn't they do? Why then they sing some place off?" When even sing, people,
0: even people who can't understand music, when it's off, they'll be like, "There's something wrong with exactly. the song."
1: and you're listening to a lot of music throughout your life, so some way somehow you are constantly training yourself on music, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. listening to a lot of things which have balance. So you don't realize by you everybody is kind of a music expert, especially in the music they listen to a lot. Right? It's yeah, the same I thing. I don't think
0: with you food. should encourage that attitude <laughs> But yes, yeah, yeah, more or less.
1: It's the same thing with food. The balance unfortunately, a lot of the food we eat in Ghana is not balanced. Balance has nothing to do with being delicious or flavorful. Balance is where you are done eating the meal and You yourself are satisfied. Like there's some you can't even point it out. There's something that
0: amount of satisfaction
1: is balanced. You don't. It's not too hot. It's not too mild. It's not too much of a flavor punch. Even if it's a flavor punch, there's something that comes and calms it down. There's a balance. There's a nice mixture of so many elements which, to even the untrained mouth, is perfect. To the trained mouth. When you eat something that's balanced, you are you and you get it. So, take for example, you make a bacon lettuce tomato uh, salad, right? (laughs) The lettuce has no real flavor. The tomato is an acid injector. Mm -hmm. If you leave, the reason why the pork aspect binds well, and I mean the bacon aspect works well in that, is that it adds salt. The salt will go and work with the acid, and then give the lettuce a kind of flavor. Okay. At that point, it has become balanced. There's not enough. I use lime juice and olive oil to make my dressing for my BLT because I want an, an extra amount of acidity. And the acid that I get from the tomato is not enough. Mm-hmm. So I add the lime juice. Sometimes when I feel like doing it, I add passion fruit because it's also sour. Mm-hmm. There's I am someone who likes sour things. So as much as I would want it to be sour, I can't also be eating something that's entirely sour. Oh, yeah. So ahead. I have to find a balance. So when I'm doing mine, to make balance something that comes into play, I increase my level of baking. Okay. So that there's more salty things for my more acidic things to work with. That's how I come about balance. And it's, in, it's, it's that way in a lot of different things. There can be something which is made up of 20 million parts, but it's still balanced. Yeah. And there can be something which is made up of two parts, and it's not balanced.
0: Is it possible for, like, let's say, in a way you listen to bad music and you don't know it's bad, and then you listen to good music and you'll be like, oh, I get it. Is that sort of how? Technically, I don't the know. Because th- somebody will be able to gra- grasp the concepts of balance because <clears throat> there's no practical yeah. you, you knowledge of it in their but life. There's, there's so no they might,
1: real... There's no, sorry to cut you off, no way. but there's no real thing called bad music.
0: Well, okay, exactly. there's bad singing.
1: There's bad singing.
0: <laughs> there's there's no bad music.
1: The, the bad music is only it's based subjective. on perspective. It's subjective. It's ba- yeah, it's based on what you like. For a long time, you thought trap music was bad music. You still I didn't think, think it was
0: bad music. I just... Didn't completely understand it. Then I went to do personal research into why trap is so highly acclaimed even among really professional musicians, and I I understand how trap is balanced because for what it is, it's an incredibly form, incredibly incredibly balanced form of music, and I understand that. I just still don't enjoy it as much as other things.
1: But then, understanding that it is balanced allowed you to accept it. Yes, a lot better because. A lot of us do not know anything about food balance. We we just enjoy the food, and there's, a, there's like, nothing wrong with that. All clear. I'm saying, Please, there's, nothing there's absolutely <laughs> nothing wrong with enjoying food which is not balanced. I enjoy food that's not balanced too, all the time, but it does not mean that there is not a potential for you to balance it,
0: or for you to make the meal better.
1: And for me, the attempt to balance something which is not balanced is what puts us at blue cheese. On this path because once you understand balance and it's part of your food ideology you cannot do without it mm-hmm. especially when you create the food jason mm-hmm. so for balance balance is like in driving mm-hmm. let's take for example you owned um, a benz and sls
0: I don't I don't speak That's cars. a very
1: expensive benz, Luxurious, <laughs> right? You are driving a very luxurious Benz and then for some reason life hits and now you have to drive a Tico. Mm-hmm. There's absolutely no way, no matter how well the Tico serves you, there's no way you are going to appreciate the Tico the way it appreciates your Benz because you understand how well your Benz was put together, why it has certain shocks which will go some way when you are going to a pothole, why it will accelerate at a certain rate. All that goes to further make the uh, the ride or enjoyable. the drive enjoyable. And it may not necessarily be existent in Etiko because Etiko is probably not made for luxury. It's the same thing with food balance. Once you start appreciating it, you will start seeing it missing in various places. You cannot really complain because you cannot tell someone how to make their food. Right? Yeah. But...
0: Unless the person has asked for it.
1: One, exactly. Once you understand it, that's why I feel like it becomes a personal thing where you should go on the quest to cook your food at least that way. If there are 1,000 people who are cooking balanced food, maybe people will be like, oh, this food is fried rice, but there's something different about, about it. it uh-huh. I also want to go and learn from that. Mm-hmm. And then eventually,
0: it becomes a more widely because accepted Because in certain
1: food cultures, if your food is not balanced, nobody will come to you.
0: I feel like you are subbing
1: the Asians. <laughs> I'm not. I'm speaking the truth. Oh,
0: I know, I but know I feel in, like it's like, I feel in, like it's a very Asian thing where that would happen.
1: And I love, I personally am in love with Japanese, of course, because you are. of their obsession with their food culture. You can make food, and someone will tell you, "I've you disrespected them with the food." That's the kind of obsession I want. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. And as the as West Western Africa to me has the best flavor profile in the world our food needs to evolve should, a little. And the only way to evolve is to find the balance. Once you find the balance, you can find the suitable things to replace those things you have found as balance. And then our food can evolve.
0: Okay. We've strayed a bit from the salad topic. But <laughs> anyway, what are the most basic things you think everybody should know about a salad?
1: Um... The thing about a salad is, is really dependent on what you are trying to experience. The few, there are a few things which are you should be consistent in every salad. There should be a texture gradient. There should be a variety of textures which oppose and complement each other. Mm-hmm. So there should be crunchy. There should be some kind of cream or something. That's depending on the kind of salad. There. there should be no cream, let's say moisture. So your moisture can come in the form of a simple drizzle of olive oil. oil, in a vinaigrette, in um um a creamy dressing, something. There should be some form of that in there. Right? People who eat dry salads, I know maybe it's for health reasons or maybe I don't know, but I don't know <laughs> if I can eat <laughs> a dry salad. I personally Well, dry
0: salad has no moisture Nothing. in
1: it whatsoever. The only dry salad I like was that that shredded cabbage at Itoya. Oh, I don't okay. even know if that's a salad. It's just it's shredded. Not, it cabbage.
0: was just shredded cabbage with yeah. the karagi. <laughs> so I don't know why. Does, that's
1: only, I don't like dry salads. It, it gets a it doesn't allow you to have an enjoyable mouthfeel. I don't know, maybe someone can point me in the right direction towards it. It doesn't a salad.
0: soften the textures in your mouth.
1: It's like that's when your mother's
0: it's in, it's the, it's in the grass could
1: actually make sense because it's annoying <laughs> to eat but then there should be texture texture is for me the most important part of a salad mm-hmm. there should be some kind of moisture I think every salad should have an element of acid mm-hmm. right because salads are rich and acids do well in cutting through a lot of richness so for me every salad I make has a form of acid either raw tomatoes um, an acidic dressing like the lime olive oil salt mm-hmm, dressing mm-hmm. Um, something acidic to add like raisins you mentioned cran- something else oh, or yeah. cranberries, oh, cranberries yes. or pickling some of the stuff you put into it so there are times when I pickle my onions I pickle my cucumbers I'll do things to add an, a certain amount of salad uh, a certain amount of acid into my salad because mm-hmm. I feel like those are important and also primarily as much as these are guidelines it should all be about what you want Do not chase complexity and overload your salad. And do not chase simplicity and underload your salad. Your salad should be able to speak the language you want to speak. Do not be afraid to mix fruits, vegetables, and animal protein in one salad. Mm -hmm. It's doable, it's very easy. So,
0: so, salads are as subjective as music is. I've seen uh, lots of okay. music debates on the tier lately. And seriously, everybody can't like the same music. Everybody okay. can't appreciate the same music. And that's okay. And I think the same thing can be said for salads as well. Yes.
1: I can make a salad that someone will enjoy and someone will be like, no, I don't like it. I've made a salad in my house. One person enjoyed it, the other person didn't. Mm-hmm. And as the subjective and based on your food philosophy. Mm-hmm. You can I can change one ingredient in a salad and make you like it. It's just about knowing what you like. Because a salad has no real formula. It really is you. As That's what long, you want to put inside. As long as you are sure that the way you are cutting your things, the way your tickets are being provided are enjoyable to you. Mm-hmm. But for me, I don't make food for myself. I make food that I make food for people. Mm-hmm. so for me i have to consider what the person wants to eat and sometimes i'm going in blind so what you do is you pick the flavors and textures that you have used in salads that everybody likes and try and create something unique for the person for something like private dining we we'll take your information so we will be a little more guided oh, yeah. but if i'm making like a salad for deliveries mm-hmm. That's why I don't make salads for delivery. Because (laughs) Because you could
0: make it and somebody would love it, but another person would hate it.
1: Gauging how people would like a salad is a little complicated, apart from the fact that by the time it gets there to, the vegetables are wilting and stuff. So yes, please, try very hard to only put the dressing on your salad before you eat it.
0: Very important rule. Unless,
1: of course, you're making potato salad (laughs) (laughs) or pasta salad.
0: Potato salad, Why? why?
1: Because... There are starches and you would want your starches to absorb some of that dressing. Okay. So when you leave when you make potato salad, I like to leave my potato salad to sit in the fridge for like two hours. Minimum. I don't in America people do it for like a day or a day and a half. I don't understand why. I I was about to ask you why. I do not live in a house that (laughs) allows potato salad to stay in the fridge for a day and a half. So when i do it please i beg i can't there's no key (laughs) (laughs) please i beg two hours let it rest and then they can have it you can so for two i think letting it sit makes them know each other better but when you make a salad of fresh ingredients like fresh garden ingredients and stuff and you let it sit it gets soggy yes so recently even with pico i've stopped putting my lime juice on my pico yes for deliveries yeah yeah, i give you a slice of lime because by the time the pico comes to you it would have oozed water the crunch, the texture levels would have gone off and stuff so i I think it's better if we yeah you know what you are doing is your own food but just try and be a little more balanced and trust me you enjoy salads way more
0: well i have i've grown to appreciate salads the textures are still i think my biggest problem with salad with vegetables in general is the textures are always off for me. Mm-hmm. I, it's never what I expect. Cuz with generally with food pasta, the texture is what you expect with rice, the texture is what you expect. With vegetables, it's never really that carrots uh, are okay, carrots fine, maybe a cucumber. Uh-huh. A cucumber for instance, I feel like it should have the texture of a carrot, but okay. it doesn't. Okay. So the textures in salads throw me off. Okay. But sometimes when it's um, when it has a cream or a sauce or something on it, it sort of coats all the vegetables so I can I can absorb the textures better.
1: Oh yeah, um, I think I'm diagnosing your problem because I already know your problem. <laughs> the, your problem with vegetables is seasoning. I forgot to mention. A seasoning? Please How so? Season your salad. <laughs> add a little salt. Add a little black pepper. Please don't insult me because I said salt and black pepper. You don't want to change the taste of your vegetables. You want to amplify it. Now, that's what salt will do for you. Salt will make your cucumber slightly more cucumbery. Without if, it being if, annoying. If, if that's a word. cucumbery yeah. it's not. <laughs> So it will make your vegetables a little more, will make their flavour a little more pronounced. Mm-hmm. It helps making a lot of people enjoy salads. Because when there's no, it's a little in Gamma, my mother would say it's Rudu. It's a, it's, it's, <laughs> it's very herbal and like it's like you're eating plants. Okay,
0: that's
1: not a bad thing, but that's not for a lot of people. A lot of people don't like the taste of plants. I
0: don't like that's the why taste children
1: of don't like salads. Yes, it tastes like a plant.
0: And a plant is not very exciting.
1: Exactly for some people, I like plants, but <laughs> seasoning seasoning your salad will help a little salt, a little black pepper. So that's my uplift. problem. And then that's where paying attention to detail and designing a salad comes in your problem is that vegetables a a cucumber should because when you touch it you think it should be like a carrot Mm -hmm. but then when you get it in a big chunk right when you bite cucumber the first thing that you taste is kind of water a refreshing Mm -hmm. natural water Water. when it's a big bunch a big thickness of cucumber you chew it that's when it overwhelms you okay but then if it's cut very thinly Right, it doesn't squirt as much juice as it will when it's big. So, in your mind, it will taste, it will feel like a shredded carrot. Uh-huh. Instead of it feeling like a big piece of something that when you chew, chew. it, throws some. Te-
0: yeah. Like the way vegetables are cut is very important to me yep. because it's why I can't eat fried rice where the vegetables are just all over the place. I, I'll pick it out, I won't eat it at all. Mm-hmm. But if the vegetables feel like it's actually a part Off, of, of the meal, it's yep. a lot easier. Yep to chew so please introduce vegetables to your children nicely i think a lot of that counts too to how people appreciate vegetables and salads in general yep yep. like children aren't introduced it's a chore it's something they are forced to eat it's healthy eat it yeah it's healthy eat it there's something exciting you see the way cereals are packaged for children that's the way i think vegetables should be packaged as well you'd have a whole bunch of children more willing to eat vegetables than
1: because vegetables are actually very colorful so it just takes treating the vegetables right, and the thing about cooking is certain things are taboo, but they're only taboo because you you probably do not know how to do it. <laughs> no, I'm I'm being, I'm being very honest. An example. It's a, um like changing the texture or the flavor of a vegetable, mm-hmm. right? It's is people don't. People treat like we oh, no want the fresh vegetables and stuff. Because it's not an exact science. It's a science of feel. Mm-hmm. So you need to sort of feel your way into it. Mm. There's a that's a, a whole other and conversation a- for another <laughs> day. Maybe we'll talk about food taboos and properly break down certain things which are seen as taboos but are not necessarily really? yeah, I think we'll have a separate a podcast yeah. about that.
0: Yeah. Ghanaian taboos in particular. Don't touch yeah. Ghanaian meals. Yeah. They'll kill you.
1: Science <laughs> so was in Ghana too.
0: Eish. Anyway <laughs> aha okay um we we plan to have an episode uh sorry a recipe at the end of each episode that's that's related to the topic you're talking about so what recipe do you have for us today chef
1: so today okay with the podcast what i'd like to try is to make a dish based on the topic but not exactly the dish itself okay. so let's use today as an example I'd like to give a recipe for a simple BLT sandwich right that's mm-hmm. all it is it's a, my favorite salad in a sandwich and I'm, I'm sure I'm thinking well oh, then just make the salad and put it in a piece of bread but no <laughs> I want to teach you how to progress a dish how to move a dish from what it actually is into something else that you could actually enjoy so, it's a very simple recipe. You need slices of bread that you like. Preferably square slices. Because I'm trying to teach you how to do like a club, a club sandwich. So, square slices. Um, you need butter. You need garlic. You need basil. And then you need your lettuce, your tomato, and your bacon. Regular bacon. Not even smoked this time. Regular bacon. Regular tomatoes. Regular lettuce so the first thing you do is you make a garlic butter which is you mince your garlic add and then mince your garlic and your basil add that to your butter and then mercury for one minute that's it that's that's your basic garlic butter it's not going to stress you out just that now smear that on the surface of your bread if your bread is big enough cut off the crust if it's not big please leave the crust on because you need all the stability you can get so brush both surfaces of the bread with the garlic butter And then toast in a pan. I like to toast in a pan. If you have a, if you like using a toaster, you can use that. If you have um, a grill or a halogen oven, and you want to use that to toast your bread, that's fine. All you want a panini press. press. All you want is really to create a crust on both surfaces of the bread, because that would help you enjoy the sandwich a little more. So toast your bread. Then you toast three slices of bread, three one centimeter to one and a half centimeter slices not too thick not too thin
0: so not like when i cut bread no
1: (laughs) Um, you toast that and then allow that to cool on the cooling rack the cooling rack will allow for air to circulate around the bread so that everything becomes crunchy if you put it on a plate the underside is going to develop steam and it will get soggy you don't want a soggy sandwich you don't want soggy bread in the sandwich so now that you have your bread cooling on the side um for this recipe we are going to pan fry our tomatoes so cut your tomatoes into rings sprinkle a little salt on both sides and then in a very hot pan with a little amount of oil very little literally just to grease the bottom of the pan fry your tomatoes for five seconds on each side it has to be a hot pan probably nonstick because so that will release faster then put that on the side you don't need to wire rack that you can just put it on a regular plate and then clean your lettuce my advice for cleaning lettuce is soak your lettuce in salt water and vinegar solution for about five minutes it will destroy everything and if your lettuce is dying it will bring your lettuce a little back to life so just that rip your lettuce into the sizes you want which would work for a sandwich normally i just like to break the end stems off and then use the full leaf as it is so and then your bacon. You can oven, bake your bacon. I like to pan fry my bacon. So I would pan fry my bacon. Just both sides. Get a nice crispy. sear on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, crisp sear. I don't even want it to be crispy, personally. Because I feel like there's a lot of crunch in So the you don't toast. want it to be too crunchy? Exactly. So I want it to be a little malleable. So mm-hmm. I literally do it in a pan for a minute on each side. Simple. So we are about to assemble your sandwich. One layer of bread. You put your lettuce. You put your tomatoes, you put one bread and then you put your bacon and then put the final piece of bread. There's no sauce in this sandwich because your tomato will provide a boost of moisture into the, into the sandwich. So that's a very simple sandwich you can make on a hot afternoon with a cool glass of lemonade or Coke or whatever it is you like. <laughs> and then just enjoy it. Um, we work on slightly more complicated and more advanced recipes for next the coming episodes so yeah thanks
0: so yes this has been more fun than i thought it would be um we are very glad to be doing this podcast and we will see you on the next episode bye
1: peace out